all experiences are good experiences. What a great kind of introduction to this idea. Um, this is similar to the Stoic idea of amor fati, which means to love fate. And the idea behind that is everything that happens to me, I love it. Like because it helps me to become the person that I'm going to be. Eleanor Hibbert, uh, who's someone who I actually was planning on talking about later in this podcast, which I think is really fun. Uh, she said, never regret. If it's good, that's wonderful. If it's bad, that's experience. And I think this is kind of at the core of what Jack talks about today. And he says it really, really nicely. And um, he goes into a lot more detail and has some really good examples of this uh, later on. But the idea is there's always good that can come out from everything that it is that happens to us. All experiences are good experiences. Uh, this is such a great thing for uh, Jack to talk about today. I think it's wonderful that this is the direction he wanted to take it rather than going down um, kind of some rabbit hole conspiracy theories. Although that might have been fun. Maybe we'll have to do that another time. But this, I think, is a little bit more actionable for most of us. So Again, as always, um, I want to hear from you. I want this to be a dialogue. I don't just want this to be um, me talking and you listening. So uh, shoot me a text at 323-609-5262. And I want to hear what you thought about this uh, episode. I want to hear what you're thinking about the show. I want to hear what you're thinking about interview series cut up like this um, so that we get to publish these kind of short bite-sized episodes with people like Jack all week long. Um, I love it. I love hearing from people like Jack. I love getting to hear from people like you too. I love getting to have dialogues with guests, dialogues with listeners, dialogues with everybody. I, I love getting to have those because it's an experience and all experiences are good experiences. So before I ruin any more of what Jack had to say today, let's get into it. Welcome to Bite-Sized Philosophy, the show where we look at short quotes, ideas, and talk to real people about practical ways to solve the problems that we face every day in our lives. These episodes are short, no more than 10 or 15 minutes, so that you're able to listen to them as part of your daily routine. I want to hear from you, so as you listen to this, as you have thoughts or different answers to these questions that we're asking, shoot me a text at 323-609-5262. I'll respond. I'm your host, Joel Sigrist, and thank you for spending your time with me today. What is something that you believe that most people either don't believe and disagree with you or just don't know about? So I, I thought about this in a couple of ways because it can be taken quite literally and like you can go the conspiracy theory route, which is the YouTube video <laughs> rabbit hole. I don't want to go that route. Um, Darn. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe that all experiences are good experiences. You know, people, mm -hmm. I, I, it's kind of a silver lining way to look at things. Um, you know, everyone's had bad things happen. Everyone has had bad experiences. Everyone's had a bad job. And I don't like to fix it. Obviously, in the moment, it stinks, right? I'm not trying to detract from that crap job you worked the one time in the moment. Like, yes, every day sucked. I know. I know. I've been there. But when you're out of it or when you're processing out of it, I try to see the silver lining in something I learned from that and how can I apply it elsewhere. 
you know, when I do interviews and I do just even talking with people like this, you know, they'll ask certain things or how did you get to this point? How did you do this? What do you think contributes to this? What skill set do you have? Like I pull a lot from past things and a lot of the, the jobs and references and work I've done, I pull from uh, most of the time they weren't great experiences. Like in terms of pay, in terms of how much I had to work for that pay, I worked a lot of crap jobs and a lot of people did, but it has given me a lot of perspective on what good jobs and what good experiences look like. Like when I was, when I was 16, I think like 14 through 16, I was just like a, a yard laborer for like a recycling company, basically where they bring all the landscaping stuff that landscaping companies get grass, wood, whatever, bring it in. They mulch it up. They sell it back to landscaping companies is essentially how it worked. And there were these big wood piles of deck wood that they would take that people would pay to dump. And my job was just picking up the deck wood and throwing it on a fire for <laughs> eight hours a day. That was it. Get nails in your shoes, get your tetanus shot, all that kind of stuff. And at the time, I liked it. Like I was like, oh, this is cool. I just get to get paid $7 an hour to burn stuff all day. Yeah. And I look back on it now, I'm like, that job stunk. Like that was terrible. <laughs> I had to, you know, lift up decks all day and throw it on a fire and inhale a bunch of smoke and, you know, get a nail in my foot. What was I thinking? But it, it's like all about your perspective because in the moment, even if you look back on it and think of it as a bad experience, I learned from that to appreciate good stuff and to also appreciate people who do those kinds of jobs. Like, I don't ever detract somebody if they're a garbage man, who, by the way, make great money. If you ever want to be a garbage man, they make great money. Or like, you know, the plumbers who have to deal with the backed up sewer lines who also make great money. Like, I don't ever look down on those jobs, the janitor type of jobs, the grocery store bagger, like, because I've worked jobs like that. And I know that, you know, some people really like it and that's what they want to do. And that is awesome. But there have to be people in the world that do those jobs and you should be appreciative of them because not everybody wants to do that. Most of the population doesn't want to do that. So, and same with service workers too. Like I went to a restaurant the other night and restaurants are woefully understaffed because of all the variety of issues around that. And I just order like to-go from a steakhouse. We get like salads. And I was going to pick up my to-go order. I was waiting for it. And then this lady sitting there was just like screaming at the hostess because it had been 30 minutes that she had been, you know, hadn't been sat yet. And the host said, well, we, we told you when you came in, it'd be an hour wait because we're on our staff. We can't service all tables, all those things. Right. And then the lady gets, continually screams at her. And I thought about, it, I was like, man, I would hate to work that job. Like I don't have the patience to do that because I mean, I don't have it anymore because I, you know, when people are like that, I don't enjoy people being just belligerent and mean and condescending to people in those roles because they deal with crap all day and they're probably underpaid for the crap that they deal with. So, you know, those bad experience jobs and it doesn't just have to be jobs and be bad experience in life. You had a bad relationship once. I had a bad relationship once and it taught me the most I've ever had to know about relationships. It taught me everything I needed to know once I was done with it. Because I said, I never want to do this, 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 this. I want to, you know, treat my partner X, Y, and Z ways in my next one. And I know what I'm looking for. And I know, you know, how I want to have a relationship next time. And it was a horrible experience. But because of it, I am where I am now. 
I wouldn't be in a fulfilling relationship had I not had that one. And I wouldn't be in a fulfilling job had I not had the 20 unfulfilling jobs that came before it. The same thing with a bad class. Had bad classes in college, really enjoyed my great ones and realized that this class, you know, probably taught me how to study, basically, how to take notes. Like, you know, you need to learn the note-taking things in your life that are going to lead you to where you want to go. And even if you don't know where you want to go to where you're going to end up, because a lot of times you don't, you're not going to end up where you think you are. Um, so again, a long-winded response for it. But really, I do try to look at everything with a silver lining of bad things happen to good people all the time. And it's not an indictment of why do bad things happen to me? I don't like to get in that mindset. I like to look at it as what can I take from this? Like this is horrible. It already happened, but I might as well learn something from it on my way out. <laughs> yeah. Bad things happen to me because bad things happen to everyone. Like it's not, again, it's not trying to take it personally, going back to what we talked about earlier. Yeah. Like it just, it is what it is. It, it already happened. There's no use trying to, there's no worse. There's no use making my present worse because of a bad past. Like, you still have the choice of how you can respond today. You have the choice of how you want to learn to it today. You have the choice of what you're going to do about it. And you have the choice of how to grow. And yeah, I really like that. All experiences are good experiences. Um, the Stoics talk about like amor fati, which means loving fate, which is kind of the same idea of like mm-hmm. everything that happens, like you love it because it's a good experience because it helped you to have the perspective that you have now. It helped you to build the skills that you have now it helped you to get to the point that you are now and that's a good thing because hopefully you're happy where you are hopefully most of us are able to say mm-hmm. that like yeah i'm i'm in a better place now than i was a year ago or five years ago or 10 years ago because of everything that happened and and some of those experiences were good and some were bad but but all of them ultimately all of them were good because they got me to where I am now and they they made me the person that I am today and I'm I would rather be the person I am today than the person I was a decade ago exactly thanks for tuning in today to bite-sized philosophy um I have kind of a fun announcement uh we just passed 6,000 lifetime streams on this podcast so Uh, We launched in February of 2020, um, published for about three months really strong, and then stopped for close to a year, for more than a year off and on, we published um, just a little bit. And then the last um, month and a half, we've, we've gotten back into it, and we've gotten into a really regular rhythm. And so we are now over 6,000 lifetime plays, which just blows me away. Um, I'm so thankful for that. Um, we've gotten, yeah, I know it's changed my life and I know it's changed some other people's too. So, uh, always fun, always fun to hear from you. Um, it's, I know, I know you're out there. I know people are listening, so it's really fun to hear from you. Uh, text me three, two, three, six, zero, nine, five, two, six, two. I love hearing from you. I love being able to chat back and forth. I love being able to, um, talk about the podcast and I learn from you as much as you learn from me, probably more, probably more than you learn from me. So, um, together, I think it's, it's our goal to learn and grow and, and I think we're doing that. So 6,000 lifetime streams. Here's more. Here's to 6,000 more. And I'll see you at the end of those. Thanks for spending your precious time with me today, listening to Bite Sized Philosophy. I know your time is important, and that's why I keep these episodes short. It really means the world to me that you'll tune in and that you'll hang out with me for these 
10, 5, 15 minutes. You're the reason that I wanted to get back into this and wanted to keep recording and putting out content. Be sure not to miss anything. Follow me on Twitter at JoelSigristFF, at Instagram at Sigrist Media, or on my website, JoelSigrist.com. I also have an email list that you can subscribe to on my website, and I hope to keep hearing from you. I learn more from you than you learn from me. So thank you for spending your time with me today, and we'll see you next time on Bite-Sized Philosophy.